live from Podcast Row, right next to the Family Dollar in Atlanta's Westgate Shopette, two miles from Mercedes-Benz Stadium, this is the South Stand Denver FanCast. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford and your host, the mayor of Kitty City, John I wish you could hear this at home, uh, you YouTubers, but you can't because we'll we'll get sued. So we're really rocking out with that That's sort good of times. Song. It's good stuff. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's good to be back. Uh, lots happened. We haven't been doing. We didn't do this. What was this around Thanksgiving or right? It's been a while. It's been. This might be our longest break ever. Nah, yeah. not ever, but it's it's, it's close. It's up there for it's sure. Close. So, uh, but it's good to be back here with you fellas. Um, I know a lot of people were bugging us to get back on it. Um, five, it, five people. Well, okay, all but, five of you. But now you don't you don't account for the the rest of the people who might have wondered, but were too lazy or didn't care enough to to ask about it. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of those people. Well, and there is an element to, in, in the popularity of a podcast. Uh, relating to its predictability, you, you got to know when it's coming. And for that, we apologize. But we're we're old, crotchety, married men with lives and commitments, and you know, you know what it's all like, kinds guys? of things. I was on. thinking about this the other day. So you know, bands over the year, like artists, musicians, right? Like when they're young and they're hungry, they're putting out like two albums a year, yeah. and it's awesome and it's fantastic. And then all of a sudden, it kind of slows down, and then they're putting out an album every three or four years. But when that album comes out. You're looking forward to it. You're looking forward to it. And it's great. I think that's kind of where we're at in in this kind of cycle. So, you're saying we're we're podcast Weezer? (laughs) Uh, I guess. I don't know. Are we? I don't know about Weezer. I don't know about that. Do they? I don't know. Uh, But yeah, but you know what? It's good to get back in the saddle. It's uh, nice. But you're right. There's, you know, there's a lot of things that uh, that come up, and everyone's like, oh, I'm. You know, I last week I I had, I had an injury and it just wasn't it wasn't feeling up to it. You know, like my tooth daughter's was all jacked. My daughter's got a concert. On. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's just stuff. You know, man. I think you know, and everybody has a podcast these days, obviously. But uh, you know, there's there's people who probably have less going on that can can dedicate some time to it. And that's yeah, good. Jake Marsing. <laughs> just just yeah, just keep on trucking, folks. You'll you'll hit that spot where you're like, oh god, I gotta go do the podcast. I can't. Fu- uh, no, that's not gonna happen. So well, and a big part of the problem is too. We when we do the podcast, we tend to inebriate ourselves, and that and that's difficult for guys our age to do many times per You're week. Right, it makes tomorrow so much more difficult it, today. It does a little bit, um, but I, I but I also find that it helps uh, helps loosen things up. Like you know, you start talking, and the, the first part's okay. You kind of get your feet wet, and I feel that once you get the beer in you, and then everything's kind of clicking. I think it really it really kicks into gear at that point. You know, yeah, so. I, I really do think that more. More entertainers and, and radio people and podcasters should be alcoholics. Absolutely. I, really do. I endorse it. 
Um, but we got a ton to talk about, and I don't know where you want to dive in because um, we've got we've got lots of Rocky stuff, um, loads of Broncos stuff. Um, you know, I, I think where we need to start is the Johnny Bolin Vance Joseph video. Well, I think it's the greatest thing maybe to ever happen in in the history <laughs> of Denver sports. Wow, that's saying something. I mean, not only not only just that, but just Johnny Bolin in general. Like, if that was your kid, now, now granted, Pat Bolin is is obviously incapacitated he can't really do anything about it but like it no one can go hey your kid is fucking out of control and he's he's really embarrassing everyone um because he's a grown man right he's like probably in his late 30s at this point right yeah i think so but here's the question is that what we need to, to I think, run the Broncos? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. yes. Yes. That, I think we are all advocating for that, and we should continue to advocate for that because we need our own uh, Mark Davis right here in Denver. Um, Mark uh, Davis, by all accounts, is like a pretty down-to-earth smart guy. True. Johnny Bolin is not. That guy's like, a Woo! fucking... That guy's We're going to get us a quarterback, baby! Yeah! That guy's a catastrophe. And um, I, I, for and one, so welcome And so are the Broncos. It's a, welcome, yeah. it's a perfect match. I, for one, welcome him. So all the stuff going on today and Goodell was like, well, you know, I think maybe we'll have to step in here and, you know, do something. Basically, it's just kind of like letting everyone know, hey, did, did let's you, wrap this up. Did you notice that he talks about Pat Bowling in past tense? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's one of my notes. Uh, Pat, um, uh, Roger Goodell thinks Pat Bowling is dead. So we'll just cross <laughs> that off the list. Well, it, I mean, he could be saying it in the fact that, that Pat can't make any decisions, and so therefore his role in that is effectively dead. I mean, that's yeah, He said, I knew him. Yeah, I knew him. Yeah. In the past <laughs> he, tense. He was a great guy or something. <laughs> like, Again, they, you know, I think, I think the, the horrible thing about that disease is that it does render somebody pretty much unrecognizable. So it, in a sense, he's not wrong. But, um, yeah, he probably didn't know. That's like kind of like uh, what did Stephen A. Smith thought that um, – uh, Hunter Henry was playing for the Chargers that time, and then he'd been out for most of the season. Yeah, so I think most of those guys are – they got a lot going on. They don't really uh, they don't really pay attention too much. But um, I, I just think I, – I love the drama, but um, obviously it's affecting the Broncos negatively, and I, I want it to be resolved. Hopefully by him saying that and kind of going, yeah, this isn't what he wanted, and this is – you know, we, we want to get this resolved. I hope that at least pushes them in the right direction. I still want to know what Vance Joseph was doing hanging out with Johnny Bolin. And I'm very disappointed in the local media for not reporting on this story more extensively. Um, I mean, th there were there was a, a tweet from Nikki Jabavala, and there was a tweet from Mike Kliss, and that was it. Like, where's the – I want I want information. Now, what? here's here's what I understand from somebody I talked to. That night, the, the night the infamous video was posted – there was a, a big, you know, big fight, a big boxing match, and it was on pay-per-view only in one of the few places downtown where it was available was at Diamond Cabaret. And so the theory, the prevailing theory is they were at the Diamond Cabaret together. And while Mike Kliss tried to cover the tracks on the story by saying they simply bumped into one another, I don't think anybody with half a brain is buying that. And if... Vance and Johnny Bolin are hanging out together at Diamond Cabaret the one time. Can't you insinuate or infer or assume that they've hung out together before? And that's where I think the significance of that particular story comes in is who is Vance Joseph really and what kind of shit was going down? Don't you think if you're Vance Joseph's wife after all of the shenanigans that he's probably put her through, um, you'd be like, 
he'd be like, hey, I'm going to this, uh, I'm going to the strip club to watch. But she'd be like, no fucking way you aren't. No way. You would never let him go out and to a strip club. And if you do, don't stand with Johnny Bolin on camera on Instagram and say a goddamn thing. What the fuck was he thinking? What what? It's such bad decision well, making. Well, we, we know he's a bad decision maker yeah, to begin with. Yeah, that's not surprising. Yeah, but what I was going to say... His character, that's what he does. What I was going to say is... What if now you said that the 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 some of the major Broncos uh, writers were kind of like you know and I don't even think Nikki covered she kind of just went like wow or the, yeah Whoa. she retweeted something and and I think what if that it's kind of common knowledge that everyone they say stay away from this guy don't report on his his comings and goings because he's a fucking lunatic and the family really doesn't want any of that promoted i guarantee you that that's that's probably if not if not said outright it's probably uh, something that that goes unspoken which is why it's so important that southstandsdenver.com exists absolutely i wish we had the audio of it it was great but um that guy's a nut and um i hope he <laughs> who's I, a gangster i hope he you is. are who's a gangster <laughs> But wasn't he saying like he was gonna? They're gonna fire Vic Fangio and then like hire Mike Shanahan. That's what he wanted. And it was like, dude, you have no say in this team whatsoever. Right? Your dad probably before he got sick probably knew this a long time ago and was like, please, whatever you do, do not put Johnny in charge of anything. Not even getting the fuck or in the paper towels for the bathroom. Please, yeah. please yeah, don't do now, it. Now I'm thinking of this. Is this kind of like a uh, kind of like ah fuck it. I'm gonna vote for Trump. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I, 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 uh, well, we know. Remember, we we things? were kind of joking around with that too. It was like I remember joking about voting for Trump, and then we saw what happened. So yeah. um, he's like, he's basically like, um, he's basically like a like a kind of a mean, shitty Billy Madison is what he is, hmm. and uh, he just kind of sucks. And he's doing what he wants. He's got a rich dad, and uh, he's probably gotten away with a ton of shit in the past. And um, hopefully, at this point, you know, once they can kind of move beyond the Bolin family, they can. Uh, they can leave Johnny in the past. So, and now we've got this new coaching staff coming in that everybody is just so high on. Like we've got this all-star coaching staff. Oh my god, I can't believe they got this guy and that guy and the other guy. And oh my god, they are set for life now. I mean, the Broncos are going to be so good forever. We don't know a fucking thing. None of these guys have been in these roles before. It's all people who have a position higher than any they've held before in the NFL. Um, except like quarterback coaches and linebacker coaches. It's it's and it's a whole mishmash of dudes from all kinds of places. We have no idea if they're gonna be any good at all. And if you listen to the local media and the local bloggers and everybody else, just it's just constant fucking slobbing on their wieners. Like it's, this well, coaching staff is well, they're amazing. Still, they're still stuck with the same crappy offense. So I, I'm sure they could probably get something more out of it that Vance Joseph could, but they still have to work with that crap unless some major things happen. So I just love all the things of like, you know, like the, the, the guys that are going to be drafted and everyone's slobbering over the quarterbacks. And it's like, man, you don't even know. You don't know how any of these guys are going to work out. You don't even know if they're going to be available. And everyone's just – it. It's the news cycle. They have to do it. They have to. They have to push the story because they got to get everybody talking or keep talking. You know? and, and and on that note, it's so funny to me that all these people from Denver get sent down to Atlanta to cover the Super Bowl, and yet they have to do their entire show on what about this Super Bowl relates and how to the Broncos. <laughs> it's yeah. so fucking obnoxious. What about the way the Rams made it to the Super Bowl? What can that tell us about? 
the coming year for the Broncos. We'll we'll talk about that after the That's break. That's really how local news is in Denver and always has been. And I don't know if it's that way in other in other states, but it's always been like um, hey, somebody blew up a mailbox in fucking Virginia, and how does that? Oh, somebody from Colorado was 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 in the city at that point, and let's talk to him. And they're always trying to tie it in. It's always a thing where they have to make sure they have a link to to here. But that's of course. If you've got a Broncos, you've got Broncos centric radio stations, you have to bring it back to that instead of like, I always thought they could just go, they could just go full NFL because everyone loves the NFL. Everyone Why follows not? it. You could just go full NFL and, and you don't have to tie it back into the Broncos. You got enough people here that probably aren't Broncos fans at all anyway. So you don't even have to talk about it, but they, they, they feel the need. So I haven't been listening. Oh, well, I haven't either. Um, but you have, right, Colin? I listen to okay. sports radio every day. I, I, I feel like morning the, and evening. I feel like the main story here is: can the Patriots break the Broncos' records of most losses in the Super Bowl? Oh, I hope so. Like, like, like that's the thing, right? Like, that's right. Isn't that what we're all rooting for? Oh, yeah. Like, shouldn't that be leading like every single? I'm actually rooting for the Patriots. No, what? You are not. No, no, yes, no, no. I am. No, you're no. not. Yes, Why? Why? Not me. Gambling reasons. Well, oh. that's fine. I understand the gambling reasons, but for for pure humanitarian reasons, you shouldn't be rooting uh, no, for the I Patriots. No, I can't. I can't. I, I can't root for Akeem Tlaib. Oh, I love Tlaib. What, what, uh, what and, and, like and Wade Phillips. I just I love well, Wade Phillips. Lie. I love him, but I don't want to see him win a Super Bowl somewhere else. I do. I want him to. I want. I want. I want the Broncos to go. Oh shit! We really fucked that up, didn't we? I want them to see it. I want them to understand what they did. And realize that they they could have had that and they could have kept it all together. Except who knows? They said money, ego, all that bullshit. Um, no, I want those guys to win. And as you know, I am a Cronky man, and I want. Oh, and right. I, I'm a Cronky man, and I, I support my Cronky teams. So if you support the Nuggets or the Avalanche, you got to support my Rams too. I was in London right a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, they love Cronky over there. They hate Cronky <laughs> over so there. I had, They're not Cronky man. I, over I had there. like a twenty-minute conversation about Stan Cronky in an Uber from uh, from the airport to downtown. Uh, they're not happy with no, 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 and, no, and they're, like, they're completely switching their allegiance. Like oh, I was an Arsenal guy, but not anymore. And uh, now they're uh, well. Listen, now they're all in the Chelsea and all these other teams. Well, listen, that's typical of communists. They would do that. They would switch. They would switch allegiances, <laughs> like they have those commies over there in England with their socialized medicine and bullshit like that, right? I've, I've heard so about it. I've heard about they got to stick with the Cronkies. You got to stick with the Cronkies. Now all these all these people crying from St. Louis, crying because their team moved. It's like fuck that. I have no sympathy for you. The the Rams are back where they should be. Cronky's in charge. He's gonna bring the he's gonna bring the Lombardi back to Los Angeles where it where it should be. And uh, I'm rooting for the Rams all the way. I'm in as well. I'm I'm all in on Rams. Totally. I, I, I can't I believe I'm going not. to root for the Patriots. I, you know what? I'm sorry. You know what? I, I I've heard people say this. They were like, I don't care if the Patriots win because it'll be funny because everyone gets so upset by it. I do enjoy that aspect of it because so everyone's so upset by Tom Brady, and it's like Tom Brady's fucking awesome. Now you can dislike him as a person. You can dislike the Patriots and their and their shitty fans. You can dislike him because they they probably cheated for for probably seventy five percent of these I Super hope Bowls. They cheat this year. <laughs> but 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 you can't you can't dislike what Tom Brady has done. 
He's he's awesome to watch. The dude's like forty years old. He's out he's there. He's forty one. He's forty one. He's yeah, out yeah. there kicking ass. It's so impressive. You got it. So you got to respect it. Yeah. And um and I think if he were to win again, it and this is what I was saying last year. If he wins, maybe he'll retire. And then once he retires, it's fucking over. Retire. And then those guys are going back to the dark ages. And then we can just laugh at him for the rest of the fucking eternity. I saw that there was some local TV station that had a picture of uh, Tom Brady, and underneath it, you know, instead of like Patriots quarterback, they put known cheater oh and he the, the got guy, fired he did it was that's in right. pittsburgh that was that's a pittsburgh happened. tv station that's really awesome. yeah and the guy he lost is a known his job. cheater yeah i know he right. got it's he got fucking suspended he got suspended for cheating it's an accurate description they they cheated and that's the whole thing about the patriots and it's like people are like you can't root for them to where i was rooting for them to beat the chiefs of course because any normal fucking bronco fan would say yes yes we we want them to beat the fucking chiefs but but the whole thing is is that you can always come back to point point to the fact that they cheated that they cheated and they don't deserve these fucking super bowls and that's if they win another one who cares they probably cheated so fuck them so we got to take a break uh, right now yeah, yeah we, we cooked through uh, it see that's geez. the thing we started slow got cooking we couldn't stop so it's like a it's like a runaway train so so it's 24 ounces of beer is what it takes to get the ball rolling hey, this is really fun by the way this is the uh the london uh, the royal philharmonic orchestra doing Buddy Holly songs, oh, and nice. it's really, really sweet. Okay. So, so enjoy. We'll hear that, and uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Denver lame again at the Leech Pit, Colorado's favorite vintage record and sweetwares. God damn it, sweetware. Well, that too. Make Denver lame again at the Leech Pit, Colorado's favorite record and streetwear shop is now in the Mile High City, inside the Annex at Sportique Scooters, 162 South Broadway, in the shadow of downtown Denver. The Leech Pit is the place for unique and hard-to-find items, toys, clothing, records and collectibles from teenage mutant ninja turtles to star wars fred perry to steve perry even old sports collectibles nowhere in denver will you find a more unique experience than the leech pit pop in and please tell them the South Stand sent you. It's the question. It's the question, boy. It's the question. It's the question. Come on. The question. It's the question, boy. It's the question. Were Chiefs fans really salty after the AFC Championship game, or were they just sweating out cured meats? Was that loss to the Patriots to once again miss the Super Bowl, the most brutal thing to happen at Arrowhead Stadium since Javon Belcher? If the Chiefs want a Lamar Hunt trophy, will they have to actually exhume his body and mount it onto a wooden plaque? Are the only rings that Andy Reid will ever wear on his fat fingers battered and deep fried? If God wanted Donald Trump to be president, 
Was it also his idea to put Tom Brady in the Super Bowl again? Does the new Broncos quarterbacks coach, a.k.a. Kristen McCartney's love child, hate fags as much as grandpa? <laughs> Having had children with not one but two of Coach Mack's players, could it be said that Kristen was the real promise keeper in the family? Does Johnny Boland have aspirations to run for governor of booty land? Did he invite Vance Joseph down to the diamond because the sexual assault there is consensual? Since the Super Bowl is in Atlanta, will Ray Rice wear a white suit everywhere he goes? Should the Rockies get, a, get it over with and officially become a farm team for the Yankees? Has any Bud Light drinker ever stopped to wonder what the ingredients were? Has Jared Bednar considered pulling the goalie for the entire game? And how often does Katie Wingy have to tell Scott Hastings, my eyes are up here? You have questions. We have answers. Southstandsdenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. Join me at the table if you'd like to place a bet. All the cash that's filling your pockets is waiting to be spent. I know you've never played, but drinks are free, it's so bizarre. Even if you lose a few chips, it's cheaper than the bar. It's true. Beginner's luck is on your side. Vegas. I, I forgot to tell this story about Vegas. So, it's Sunday night. I've had it. I, I want to get the fuck out of there. I, I could have flown out that night. I'm just tired. Got wasted the night before. You know, kind of kind of going through my money at this point. So, Colin and I go to play some blackjack, right? I had a little luck playing some blackjack the night before. A little, little, Wait, little was money. it beginner's luck? No, no, I, I can play blackjack pretty well, but but sometimes. Is this the table with the trumper? So we sit down, and I'm sitting. Colin's sitting to my left. I'm sitting here, and I got these guys to my right. And probably fucking two minutes in, Colin's arguing with these people with this guy about Trump. Oh, good. Now he has two friends with him who didn't really share that belief, and one guy ended up leaving. The other guy was trying to like you know trying to temper it. But um, this guy's like, you don't know, you don't know about leadership, obviously. And I'm just like, fuck, man. I'm like, this is the last. And Colin's like, I don't know about leadership. I don't. And they're like yelling at each other. And I'm like, I'm like, this is the last fucking place I want to be. And I'm, and I'm losing, and I'm losing too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm fucking. I just, cause I just had like, I just threw down twenty bucks, and I was like, I'll see if I can make some money. You now. know what the problem arguing with that guy too is? is like if there's someone because that, I was that, in the middle of well, it. Well, well, there's that. But if there's someone that has a gun. It's like that guy, you know, dude, I was right. And I was so, this is such a faint memory because I was like John, I was burnt and I was wasted. And I was just like, you can't be serious. He said something about, it all started out. He said something about the liberals and, and their hatred of the God Trump. And I was just like, you can't think only liberals hate that guy, right? That's where this whole thing started. I was like, but, I'm a conservative, and that guy's a fucking but it, But it was it was like, you know, you sit down, you want to have some drinks, you want to have a couple laughs and stuff, and these guys are arguing over me. <laughs> oh, and I was just good. like, oh, and I was like, I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, that couldn't have been that couldn't have been pleasant. <laughs> I was like, I'm out of here, and I just went to bed. 
so I haven't talked to either of you since you guys. I mean, it's been a while since we've done. Dude, this I show, got recognized right? multiple times, oh, yeah. you know and these that? guys gave me no, no nonstop shit about it. Oh yeah, I was playing in a poker tournament at Binion's. Well, I saw on the Friday one person night, did. I didn't know multiple. Ma- times. Maxima Maxima Vila goes. I'm in the middle of a poker tournament, sitting there, and he goes. Oh my God! You're calling Daniels. <laughs> nice. I was like, no, "You fucking kidding me?" That was crazy. And then I was at a bar one evening. It was Saturday evening with some college kids from Utah, and I go, well, "Hey, you guys should follow me on Twitter." We were talking about NFL. We said, "Follow me on Twitter, South Sands three hundred three. And they're like, "Oh my God! You're calling Daniels." <laughs> oh, nice. Well, you are an influencer. What the fuck? I am an influencer. You get free books. I got a free stuff. book. So. So he tells us this, right? <laughs> so they give me nonsense. And everyone's like, everyone's like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding? And then, and then, and then so, so anytime like a waitress would come up, um, Reno, who's a fucking he's a huge smart ass. Like and the, Snyder too. And they would just go, they would go, oh, do you know, do you know Colin? You probably know, you Colin, probably know Daniels. Colin Daniels. And they're kind of like, no, no. So then they really got me on Fremont Street. They set up a beautiful prank. I don't know how they got it just down so perfect, but... But uh, we ran into some dudes walking up and down Fremont Street, and Snyder goes, "You probably know, you probably know him. This is Colin Daniels." And the guy goes, "Oh my God, do you play fantasy football? I'm in a league with you." But it was it was a total fucking no, joke. That was not he. Because here's the deal: we had we were going to set you up, and I said to Reno, I said we were sitting at a bar somewhere, and I said, Reno, I got a great idea. Let's go find a guy. And have him, we'll say, well, he'll buy you a drink. Just come up and do it. And we were going to have him go, oh, my God, are you Colin Daniels? And then we were all going to fucking laugh and, you know, and, and uh, set it up and have him pretend he knew him. And we never did it. But then that guy, and then, like, we started laughing, and we were walked off. And the guy said to me, he goes, he goes, no, really? Does he, is, does he, he plays fantasy football? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he... I don't know if, if anybody's – I didn't say anything to him. So, But uh, we had we were going to set you up, but we never got around to it. So. Well, I was like, how did you know? He was cracking up. So was he. So apparently you guys didn't set him up. No, he no, just no. pulled that prank yeah, on me himself. Did, so. And he was busting He was busting up. And I go, how did you know about the fantasy football thing? And he goes, dude, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay, um, but what I want to know is this. And I have not heard the story. But I did see the picture of you and a midget, which was uh, the greatest Mr. picture. T. That was uh, mini Mr. T. Mini Mr. T. Tell, tell me this story. That was my favorite picture of the whole He trip. was just walking up and down Fremont Street selling the opportunity to take your selfie. Oh, that was it? I gave him five nothing bucks. Nothing more than that? Yeah, nothing more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, a hangover they, they, can, they camp out around, people camp out on Fremont Street no. and they get their picture well, taken. Well, and I did bang him in the ass. Oh. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that happened. You'd be surprised how large mini, <laughs> mini, mini Mr. T's rectum can be. Um, In fact, I could have had a much bigger penis and still bang the sh- destroyed that ass. It's a lot of fun, but you know, it only uh, you want to you want to get the fuck out of there uh, pretty pretty quick. Pretty I didn't, quick, dude. Sir. I didn't want to leave, man. I, I, <laughs> I know you. I didn't. stayed on. <laughs> I stayed on Monday and hung out for a while. I mean, I'd never want to move there, but I, I uh, enjoy yeah, my be time. Trouble. It'd be trouble. If I you enjoy moved my there. time. Um, I did want to say real quick, and this is because we haven't we haven't been at this for a while i did want to recognize and didn't want to bring the party down um but our our beloved friend james had passed away and we have 
we have uh, mentioned it many times over the years. You might know it as the the Horn of Plenty or Preppy Summer. Preppy Summer. And um, he passed away in in December, and uh, we hadn't had a chance to uh, you know to to talk about that and just uh, say you know he'll be missed. And uh, but we'll always have those memories um, of uh, you know the Horn of Plenty and and Preppy Summer. I mean those 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 stories. He's been, will, a, he's been an integral part of the podcast. He has, and I remember trying asking him. He I said, oh, and I the Denver Swim Club. Yeah, uh, Denver Swim Club. I said. Said, one time I said, hey, you should you should come on. We can talk about it. And he was kind of like, ah, yeah, whatever. And we never did it. And I, I regret it. I wish he would have come on and, and talked about it because he might have, you know, he might have had a different uh, different take on the Horn of Plenty. Although I, I remember clearly that it was uh, it was a big flesh colored dildo. And um, I think he probably had many different takes <laughs> on did, the Horn of did. Plenty. But uh, but uh, he was he was a good friend and he'll be missed. And uh, that was just somebody if you if you had heard over the years, those stories, that was the that person. And so he'll he'll be missed. Yeah, um, I, I really you know, I didn't know him. I mean, I've met him, yeah, but it was many years, yeah, yeah. many years ago. I, I'm so I'm just going to say to you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened. And you had to. That's tough. That's it's a really tough thing. Well, what's what's weird is, you know, like. As a kid, like, you know, going to funerals, like old people and shit, you know, and I know I know we're old people now, basically, but um, it's weird when somebody that, you know, used it's to like li- your age, you used to live with yeah. and, you know, get high with and do all these things with that, you know, is is laying there dead. And you're just kind of like, you're like, wow, that's fucking that's that's that brings you brings you down to earth a little bit. You know, well, and the, and the makeup does. people could have done a better job. They, they could. That but, was that was a, I'm, I wish I hadn't made that journey. <laughs> well well that's the thing that's why you never have a fucking like an open casket and it, it was at the beginning um like the funeral i went to before that the last one i had gone to it was not it was not well done either and i was just like nobody wants to see that that you should get yourself cremated put your fucking jar up there and then have a big poster on the wall of you looking your best smiling away fucking you know giving a thumbs up or whatever holding a fish holding a big joint or whatever, you know, whatever people recognize you for. And people can look at that. They know that, you know, your ashes are there. But it's so weird because you see somebody dead and you're just like, and and, and granted, I've seen plenty of like dead people. I've been to, to funerals, but to see somebody that I, I, I knew so well and is you know, around my same age, it's that's very weird because then you just think, He's going to jump up at some point and go, gotcha. You know what I mean? That's what you think. You think, fooled you. Well, I wouldn't put it past James. No, no. But, but you know, you know, then, you know, then you obviously reality hits and you're like, okay, he's not leaping up and, and saying, I pranked you all. Um, but that's the weird thing, too. So, so just, just let it be known. I'm going to have a picture of myself, um, you know, smiling, uh, drinking a pint, smoking doobie, whatever, you know, whatever. And that'll be up there. Maybe not the doobie. I, I, I guess the question our listeners are going to want to know. Um, were either of you willed the horn of plenty? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. No, uh, his, his, mo- his mother kept that. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you know, I didn't want to, When I saw his mom when we had kind of the get-together beforehand, I'd want to say, hey, um, James's mom, James's mom, I really need to know what did he do with the huge flesh-colored dildo that he kept in the shower? Because I would really like it. Do you know what he did with that huge dildo he used to sho- your son used to shove in his ass? Because I would love to keep it and put it on my shelf. I w- what about the- I'll, I'll make a commemorative plaque and, and mount it on a marble base. Oh, I would, dude. If I had that thing, I'd fucking be like, this is the Horn of Plenty. 
you know, and put his oh, name geez. on it. Um, put it above your fireplace and your hearth and uh, your put, own. It, put it in the garden. And if you like and if you and if you know the preppy summer story, um, it, it was our buddy Dave. We were helping. Uh, we were helping James move, and and because I live with James, and we were moving out of that place. Uh, Dave was helping him move, and he was lifting his mattress up and stuck underneath. Was this a York Street address? No, this no. was over on the, the west side. And uh, he he lifted up his mattress or moved his mattress, and like stuck under the mattress was a was a VHS copy of Preppy Summer, some some uh, some nice gay porn. So Dave had the 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 uh, the the task of having to clean out some of his stuff again this time after he had passed and dave said i, I have to report that i did not find preppy summer that's this a bummer time. yeah that's a so bummer he, he didn't find anything like that this time so i thought maybe that would have been a good setup. it'd almost be like you know like like a like a pharaoh leaving a leaving a secret treasure trove for people to find after he's gone he'd be like i want i want somebody to find this copy of uh, preppy summer for the boys you know what i mean yeah, so we gotta put that nice. up on the wall over here yeah. So anyway, I thought I'd bring that well, up. And if know, he had so known, uh, if he had known long enough in advance of his own demise, he could have bequeathed onto you the preppy yeah. summer. Could have, but um, no but problem. it'll it'll live on. It'll it'll live on in uh, you know in this uh, podcast form. Bill McCartney would have hated him. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Bill McCartney. Now, just real quick, before Bill McCartney we go, wouldn't have been a fan. Before we, we inevitably break, yeah. go to break, I want to I want to briefly touch on Bill McCartney. Not okay. Not the way his team touched his daughter. But I, I was thinking today about the Bill McCartney saga and how revered he is uh, by people like like Big Al on on one hundred four three the fan and all these players that played with for him and all these people in the Boulder area and around Denver just revere Coach Mac. But I what I see when I look at his at his history is a guy who was he was troubled. He was an alcoholic. He had a suicidal wife. And then he discovered the Lord and suddenly became the founder of Promise Keepers and started telling every man in America how to live their lives. And it reminds me a little bit of Tony Dungy. And I just, I just, I guess my point is these hypocritical people who cloak themselves in Christianity and start to try and tell everybody else how to run their lives after they've gone through all the same shit. That everybody else goes through, in some cases even worse. It's just like fuck off, just fuck off. I, I agree, and I, and I think the reason why people revere him and they because I think he did do you know he did do good things for people like like Al and people he brought in. He brought in a lot of like he inner also city. covered up all kinds of oh, shit. Absolutely, it, all it, kinds of shit. Which is the one prerequisite you need to be a college head coach, CU especially coach in sure. Boulder. Is the, the ability to cover up shit. Well, and that's the, that's the hypocritical nature of all of it, is that how pious it was, there was a whole lot of shit going on that, you know, that was not probably very His daughter was, was running trains in the locker room with the football team, and now you want to stand on the mountaintop and tell me how to be a father? Yeah, I don't... Fuck and, you! And I'm glad somebody could, like, have a, you know, have, a, a, a pro, have problems in their life and turn it around, but then when they turn it around to the point where then they're shaming people and making people... 
people feel bad. And those fucking promise keeper assholes, those guys were fucking shitheads. They're the worst That's, thing since focus on the they, family. They were the they were the they were the groundwork for kind of what we're seeing now these days. And it was it was the early it was the early part of that. And those guys sucked. And I have plenty of examples of how they sucked, but I don't need to go into it now. But uh, yeah, I'd I'd agree. But the thing is, there's so much like you know, there's so much nostalgia, and people like don't see you know they only see this one thing and they go oh he's such a great guy and it's like yeah maybe i think they sing they see victories and losses yeah he was successful for sure and then you know they 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 preach a good game and you know oh yeah you got it you know you gotta uh you gotta live this this one life if the broncos were in the super bowl this year and they went 14 and 2 we'd be saying better stuff about vance joseph well it it happens i'm dead i am i am dedicating my life to vic fangio i have now sworn my life over to him so i don't i don't know if you guys knew that yet but i have a blood vow i is it It is is a blood vow and i have um i will i will uh, do anything for him i'll kill for him if he wants me to just waiting for the orders let's take a break and we'll get into the uh the second half we'll get a little captain bronco uh, here i'm playing a little uh a song for james okay excellent thank you okay you bet okay gentlemen i'm proud to introduce a special guest to the south stands denver fan cast none other than the one and only captain bronco captain 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 bronco welcome back what's up gentlemen how you hanging well we're we're hanging low and lazy baby and um that's that's the way to do it at our age absolutely uh we're glad to have you and um everyone's very excited because Lo and behold, this afternoon, um, it showed up in my Twitter feed that Captain Bronco followed me. And I thought, wait a minute. This can't be the Captain Bronco, is it? Now, are we talking to the Captain Bronco? Who hijacked this Twitter handle and is uh, parading as Captain Bronco? I know. It's crazy because actually, you know, I deactivated my account. It's been almost a year. And after 30 days, they actually delete the account Yeah, if you don't sign back in. And so I thought I lost it forever. And, um, you know, after Vancy Pants got fired, I felt the, the flames from under come back, and I got excited. And uh, I went back into Twitter today just to see if I could get it back, and nobody, nobody hijacked it. It's me. How come we didn't back. get it? I know. Why didn't we I want, I want, Why didn't I get it and make, yeah. it, make it to be like a, uh, like a porn account? Uh, you know, it's a gay board account. That's what I meant. Yeah. You were going to do that. Well, uh, well, we're glad to have you back. Um, so, so once Vance was gone, you felt the need to to come back and. Well, wait, and, wait, 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 wait! I thought the federal government told you you couldn't be Captain Bronco. <laughs> 
there's a there's a little bit of both. There's, there's a, little a little bit, bit of, both. of both. So you did know, you just think, decide to tell the federal government to go fuck itself or what? Well, you know, a lot of things happen, and when time passes, and certain people and things go all different directions. So they don't I, know is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So if anybody would please keep that to themselves, that would be great. Okay. Do not alert the federal government to the fact That's that right. Captain Bronco. So, so We're all on furlough anyway, so who cares? That's right, yeah. The government the government was shut down, so that's probably, you know, no, you flew under the radar. So. I'll bet you've got a lot of furlough, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, so good um, to be back, Colin. So good to be back. So so uh, so Vance Vance got fired, and you felt yeah. that now you could be a fan again. Is that basically is that is that uh, accurate? I mean, let's let's not sugarcoat it. These were a dark couple of years, were they not? Oh, I mean, dark! Was... Wait, wait, wait! Dark! Hold <laughs> on, dude. Let's not be racist. Come on, yeah, man. That's not. That's, that's, listen, I I know I know that's what that's code for. So let's just let's clean it up a little bit, okay? Hey, you know, I I just for me, you know, when I did the podcast, uh, I didn't want to bitch for 17 weeks. Nobody does. Nobody wants to listen to it. It's not fun. There wasn't anything exciting going on. Sure, there were a few bright spots here and there, but I, I just I didn't have it within me. And um, now that he's gone, and, and they're really kind of washing away some of the old and bringing in some new talent. I mean, they got Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, and Raphael. Wow! I mean, got the entire Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard <laughs> that before. What do you need? Yeah, an interesting what, what is he thought. Even talking about? <laughs> and then what's the other guy? Scaramango. They got the, the uh, Scaramango from from yeah. the Man with the Golden Gun. Is that what <laughs> that's you're saying? Right, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think there's a lot more interesting things to talk about. I mean, the Boland family and their uh, trials and tribulations are going to be something to talk about in the off season. So yep. I, I, there's a lot to talk about. And I think that's what excites me to come back to podcasting. And if I can plug the show, the booze cast will be back. Ooh, uh, nice. starting towards the beginning of the 2019 season. Is the whole team coming back with you? I got to talk to the whole team. I haven't really, this is the, this is the first announcement. I mean, I kind of teased it a little bit. But uh, I got to talk to James and Sarah, and and hopefully you guys will come back on. And uh, I heard, guys. I heard, I heard Sarah. She said, "You know what? Um, I'm striking out on my own. This guy left me high and dry. I'm I'm doing my She's own." She's like thing. the Aaron Andrews of podcasting yeah. now. I mean, she, everybody hey, wants a piece of Sarah. Hey, look, let me just put it to you this way: I know the way to that girl's heart, and it's called Taco Bell. Taco and, Bell. Uh, I think a few bean burritos and uh, Doritos Los Tacos will bring her back. Hey, by the way, I went to Vegas and I didn't get any free Taco Bell that I was promised. And uh, well, by the way, if you remember, I was in London, England, yes, and I was I've trying to hook up with staff. And that didn't work out. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I got ditched too, and I was in the same wow, city as the wow. guy. Wow, I got I mean, ditched, and why, Scott got why, ditched. Why you gotta be catfishing Stafford in London, yeah, man? What the hell, dude? Nope. That was terrible. Matter of fact, it, I, I think the night before I was right where you were going to go see uh, Hamilton. So yeah, yeah, I felt terrible. Did I tell you guys that. I saw Hamilton? Oh, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Let's not talk about that now. I, I don't, I don't want to get into that right now. Um, yeah, so the booze cast is back soon, and uh, you booze can cast will be back. you can yeah. do that. Good, good. That's excellent. Um, so you're thinking maybe around you know training camp, you guys will get back on that. Yeah, I think we're, we're. I'll probably do uh, an initial episode just to you know warm up the old chops, maybe around uh, draft time, and and I think the one thing I'm going to do different this year, and not stirring it out, is really do it in season. So uh, we'll do the show uh, 17 weeks if Lord, uh, Lord you, bless the Broncos. You know what I think you guys should try, Captain Bronco, not sucking. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Colin, the, the best thing is I am the world's greatest sucker when it comes to podcasting. How I about for th- how about uh, are you going to drink any devil's asshole and get really wasted and do the show? I'm really, 
I'm actually hoping that will be episode one, season one, is that we start all over again. You come on. We bring on the devil's asshole, and uh, we reenact you know, the very first episode of the Boozecast. Um, that would be awesome. I think that would be, uh, that'd be fantastic. I don't, Scott, I don't, it was, I think to the end, it was one of the most listened to episodes. Oh God. Uh, I don't <laughs> think I can get that drunk anymore. That's part of the, the, now, part Cap- of the thing. Captain, I know you are forever the optimist. Uh, how do you feel about the upcoming Broncos season? How are we looking, man? Oh, are, wow. Are, are, no, are we going to be, uh, are we going to be the dregs again? Uh, you know what? Oh, damn it. You're going to do this to me early in the year, aren't you? Uh, we are not going to be where we were this time last year. I really, I think if you ask me what the greatest acquisition of the Broncos were in the off season, I think it was bringing in Mike Munchak. I mean, if this guy can't fix the offensive line and fix half the problems that we've got, um, I, I think to me, he's going to be the linchpin to hopefully fix some of the problems. I'm going to say we at least make the playoffs this year. that's optimistic that's very optimistic that's very very optimistic i I would argue possibly too optimistic what do you think is the future at the quarterback position in the national football league for the denver broncos oh you know that's another tough one right because elway you know there's there's talk of uh that uh, who's that uh, college kid everybody's getting drew lock he drew lock, yeah. You know, people are rallying around him, but the Broncos are also known to bring in veterans, uh, especially ones towards the twilight of their careers. I, I wouldn't doubt we see that again this year, and them try to not go with a six-seven quarterback in the draft. So, uh, you know, so who? No, who? You you say like veteran free agent guy? Are we talking? He's talking Flacco. He's are we talking, talking Flacco? Flacco? God, what are we doing I, here? I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not because Flacco is wacko. I, yeah, I'm not going with Wacko Flacco. Uh, I mean, look, the Broncos brought in, you know, uh, Sanchez. Everything's on the table at this point. Is John Elway a, is John Elway an effective general manager? How do we feel about him being the president, president of football operations slash GM? I think, you know, if you take it from a fan's perspective and the way I felt about it this season, I really felt they should have dumped Joseph about halfway through. They knew this was uh, not going the direction it should have. And, to have no affection and then, or not affection, but to have no action and say something like "we're going to stay the course." Halfway the through, season. they should have fired him at the fucking end of last season. Should have fired him halfway through. Halfway through <laughs> they never should have hired him. Yes. He was a fucking disaster from the get-go. Hey, Colin, you're preaching to the choir. I agree with you 100. percent But I think the statement of "we're going to stay the course" really kind of set the tone for me to how I felt about the direction Elway was taking the team at that point. And that's why I was kind of like, I'm bouncing. I, I just, I didn't watch one game other than the preseason game. I went to this year. Captain, I'm, I'm with you. Like I, I didn't, I hated that team this year. I hated it because of Vance Joseph. Yeah. I, I may have watched a, I don't even know if I watched a total of one game. If you added all the minutes together, it was, I, it, it was rough. To your point, Scott, I, I paid for a preseason ticket. The first game of the season when they played the Vikings Around the second quarter, I met uh, Hernandez and Garner, and we went to the bar, and I left by the third quarter. That's all the Broncos football I watched this year. 
it was that frustrating. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. But how about them? Uh, how about them uh, Nuggets and Rockies? Because you've become quite the fan of all uh, of all Denver sports teams. Well, I, I, I haven't bled into the basketball arena, but I'm really looking forward to Rockies baseball this year. Yeah, it should be good. Should be good. Captain, I had sorry, I had to bow out. Our our live feed stopped for some strange reason. I had to do it. So um um. No, that's okay. Uh, live live video is hard. It's it's not it's nice having you. We're gonna we're gonna cut you loose, and um, yep. we're we're glad you're back. Everyone was very excited. Uh, glad we proved that it was really you today. Um, and I I'm know, glad I, they're doing that podcast again, so people can see how much better ours is. <laughs> <laughs> it's in there. You know that's that that's is right. that is a good point, Colin. It's nice to have something yeah, to compare it's it like, to. There. It's like taking Renault. To the bar i'm the skinny guy um, <laughs> well you know and it's like it's like the Colorado sports guys haven't they haven't podcasted too much either so there's nothing to compare it against uh, so if you're doing it then everyone they, thinks look at how sucky these guys are like no 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 everyone no, else no, sucks way better everyone else sucks we're good. way better yeah so hey, thank you for that any, yeah. anything i can do to help raise the level of your ship i'm in Thank That's you, awesome. Sir. Thank hey, you. so Thank so uh, everybody check out the booze cast when you get closer to the season. Now, before we let you go, is there anything you'd like to say? Uh, there was one other thing I wanted to say. Sports! Sports what? in a long time. Feels oh, so good. Ah. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Ah. Um, sports. It's good to get back into the sports. And, um, Nuggets did not win by nine, by the way. That was the spread. Did they win? They win? Yeah, they won by six. Uh, what? Well, they won. Really? Yeah, With all those guys out? With all those guys out? Yeah, they won by six. Who's out? Uh, Murray's out. No, no. On, no, on the, on the, the Pelicans. Team, yeah. they, they, like four of their five starters were out tonight. Really? Is Dave, was Davis playing? He was out. No. Really? Out. They're out. probably not even touching him until Julius Randle, out. Wow. Yeah. But um, they did win. It's a W. I'll yeah, take it. It's a W. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. But it's, it's, it's however, not a W for my bankroll well, on Bovada I, where I, I, I saw, spent 20 bucks on that fucking spread. I saw earlier people were like, you know, tell good win, Nuggets. And I was like, I thought they were supposed to like hammer those guys with all those, with all those good dudes being out. But, you know. Um, I was playing Colin a little bit in little NBA DFS, free, little free. Little freebies. I, I, you beat me I, once. I, I beat you once, yeah. yeah. Um, that is a tough that's a tough thing to figure out because there's so many people out all the damn time. Cause but in, that creates your big opportunities because you get a $3,400 guy that's going to score 22 who's, who's, fantasy points. Who's in because another guy's yeah, out. Yeah. Now, see, because that, that's the key to DFS and basketball. That's, that's tough because I was just like, man, I don't even know if this guy's playing. And I was like, fuck. So, because like in hockey, like, you know, in the, the top six, you go, okay, I know this guy's playing unless I've heard otherwise. Like, unless, like, you know, they go, oh, this guy's. 
guys oh, hurt. NBA will announce a guy sitting fucking 30 minutes before the game. I was driving home because I was playing some NHL tonight, and I was driving home, and I just was at a stoplight, and I just happened to see that a guy that I had put in from the Penguins was out tonight. So I was like, oh, oh, oh shit, shit. And I'm like trying to like the next stoplight, I'm trying to get him out and put somebody else in. It was fucking awful. Can we talk a little bit about Nuggets right now? Yeah, yeah. So uh, how, how good is this Nuggets team? Uh, that's an interesting is, is question. It, is it Western um, Conference final good? It might be. Yeah. I think so, too. Um, I think it could be. I mean, obviously, the Warriors are going to win the, the Western Conference. That's that's a done They're deal. They're going to win. Yeah. It's, they win that's a done deal. Everything. Um, There's no doubt. I, I think that um, the interesting thing with the Nuggets right now is this whole Anthony Davis thing. And I I believe, personally, it's a very real possibility that it could happen. I don't, I don't think so whatsoever. I, I, I don't I, think so and I know, I, know, I know you don't. I'm curious to know why. Because, because he it, won't it, sign an extension. I don't think he'll sign an yeah. extension. He wants to go to L.A. And he won't. If he's coming here for one year in a rental, are you willing to give That's up? That's too Murray much. And, no. and too much. Michael no. Porter Jr. No, and, the, only way the, the only way Conley will do it is if he feels like Anthony Davis would be here for four or five years. He yeah. needs to there's sign no, an extension yeah, to come. There's no way. Yeah. That's it. And I don't think he does it because he wants to play with LeBron. He wants to be in L.A. But let's let's assume for a moment that it were a very real possibility. Let's just assume that. Like if you were assuming that he, <sighs> he made the decisions for basketball would you, reasons. Would you give up Jamal Murray? Yes. I would too. Yeah. I would. The, I basically, I feel like he's a top five to eight player in the NBA and you're insane. He's a top three. Isn't he kind of isn't he kind of uh, rickety though? Isn't he? Oh, he he's hurt? very brittle. He's very brittle. He's broken all the time. Yes, yeah. I don't know about that. And and again, the whole thing of him not signing if he doesn't want to be there, which which to me is insane. And I look at LeBron James playing with the fucking clowns that he's playing with and not playing. Not he's playing. Been he's been hurt for a quarter of the season. And I just go, man. I go, they that dude. They would have been cruising with LeBron James right now. And Oh, and, God. They'd be better than the Warriors. Oh, absolutely. They'd be yeah. better than the Warriors. And I just think, like, these guys, they don't – they don't – and I can't begrudge them. I don't, I don't begrudge them their, their decision because they go, I want to play in Los Angeles. I get it. That's where they want to go. But it's it, it seems like they kind of go, well – I could go to Los Angeles and we're going to lose for the next three, four years, or I could go here and probably win right now. But they I, won't lose going to Los Angeles, and that's the issue. They, mm. They've got LeBron, you got Anthony Davis. You, then all of a sudden you start doing all these, you know, minimum salaries for veterans, and all of a sudden well, they got something. And this is something I heard. I heard them talking about uh, this morning on Altitude. Brett Kane and and Mark Mosier and Vic Lombardi. It's not the Warriors. There will be another Warriors, and there, and it might be the Lakers. And and you have to strike within this window before another of these super teams forms, and suddenly they're the odds-on favorite, hands-on favorite to win the the Western Conference. It's not. It's not going to end with the Warriors when when KD leaves and and Curry gets old and somebody tears a hamstring. It's going to continue on. Somebody else, probably the Lakers, probably a big market team, will be the next hurdle that nobody can get over. The Warriors, four out of five starters are free agents at the end of the year. Like that is the, the band so being broken. So up. they get torn this down. Right. Yeah, they get torn down. But then again, your homegrown Nuggets are com- are trying to compete with whoever it is. The next Warriors. The next Warriors. Right. Right. Yeah, but but look at I. I LeBron is LeBron has got a lot of fucking miles on those tires, right? Sure. And now he's yeah, yeah. And he's hurt, right? And he's he's not hurt too often. 
He doesn't miss too many games. But I think the miles are going to catch up to him. He's still fucking great. He'll still, when he when he's healthy and he gets he gets back to it, he'll still be the best there is. But that's going to come into play, and especially if he's got a bunch of chumps around. He's got he's probably got more chumps around him than he did when he played for Cleveland, right? He's got more. They, it's about the same. It's about the same, but they seem a little chumpier, if you know what I mean. They they don't seem quite as good, and that's that's a a big hill to climb, especially now that he's another year older. So I just think that you know that's not gonna that's not gonna pan out for them, and they can get Anthony Davis, they can do whatever. It's just. But that's why a team like the Nuggets goes oh. after an Anthony Davis. I think they should go so after that him. They become, they so that they become that right. team. I mean, in the NBA, you are either that or you're nothing. You're either the team where all the free agents are going because they're going to win a title there, or you're not. Well, okay, let me pose this then. If Anthony Davis is willing to sign an extension coming to Denver, you're giving up Murray, you're giving Probably up Harris. Millsap, Probably not. Well, Millsap's here. gone. Gone. Yeah, right? Millsap's gone. You're giving up. Uh, Millsap's gone either way. Uh, who else? I mean, I'm willing to give up almost. I mean, I would love not, that to happen. Not Michael Porter Jr. He, he would go not, for sure. No. He no, wouldn't. He no, would go. I wouldn't do it. But I wouldn't I, do it. He would be part of that package. I wouldn't for sure. do it. Michael Porter Jr. has Hall of Fame potential. Wow. Mm. Whoa. Okay. Maybe. Guy hasn't played him fucking minute. And he's Hall no, of Fame. I, know, Hall of Fame I believe he's got Hall of Fame potential. You know, I did meet Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, we. You? He's a beautiful man. Yeah, we saw. Oh, he met steely him here, eyes. Right? Yeah, yeah he's, met him here. He's, 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 oh yeah, yeah, that's right. He's yeah. a stunning man. Yeah, yeah. big. He, 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 he made, he made I, Colin I, look small. You, you know, I had the same exact back surgery that he had, and I'll tell you that. Back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Uh, I, I I hurt every day. Yeah, so, well, you're uh, not 22. I'm not 22. I'm just saying, uh, to be a pro athlete at that level, uh, don't know. Uh, there's some questions there. I mean, can he could re-injure himself? Okay, I, I'll, I'll put it this way: if if he is healthy, he has the potential to be a dominant, but he would dominant absolutely forward. be included in that trade if they did it. Like, there's no question about it. He's gone. Yeah, but nobody who's going to trade gone. for him when he's when he's he's Murray's an unknown gone. as far as his, if, his if it, health. If his it potential. means getting rid of Michael Porter Jr. or Malik Beasley. Either one, I'm not in. I am so in on Beasley. Beasley's awesome. I love Beasley. He's awesome. And that's, he is know, such a natural shooter. I don't want to lose any a, of those guys. He's got a Steph Curry quality about him. What's cool about the Nuggets is they've been taking chances on these dudes, and they're panning out. Like uh, like Vanderbilt looks looks like he's going to be good. Beasley, all these guys are hurt coming into it. They're taking chances on them, and it's it's all working out. I don't want to lose cool. any of these guys, and I think they should keep developing them. And obviously, if somebody comes available that they can get, um, they should do it, but but you know, trading everybody and mortgaging the future just for that—I don't think that's the way to go. Dude, I don't. Anthony Davis and Jokic. I mean, it would—it would not only would they have that core, then like even all the people they left, they could start bringing in these veterans. Before to, the Warriors got like Kevin they, Durant, Denver could be the Warriors. I mean, that's—I I, I know. Yeah. But before they before the Warriors got Kevin Durant, they had kind of built that team. There was only a few, just like the Nuggets. Had. They had only a few people. Like uh, Andre Ig- Iguodala was a free agent. And I, and there's probably other ones too. I just don't follow them close enough. But they built that team. They brought those guys in. They Boogie developed Cousins, them. free agent. Yeah, they built that team. They they developed Through the draft. Them all. Yeah, yeah. They had the best record in the history of the NBA. They beat the Bulls' record the year before Durant came in. And and so that was you know a fairly you know a homegrown team as far as I know. And I think the Nuggets can do the same thing. And I don't think they need to. Then 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 when you've got that team, that then you say 
free agent. Hey, you know, like a Kevin Durant. Go, hey, do you want to well, you you come play here? Durant is a free agent. Yeah, he year. could come play there, and he's yeah. probably he's Trayvon probably Green's a free agent. He's got he's Clay got plenty Thompson's of years left. Agent. Boogie, um, they're all free agents at the end of the year. You're right. Maybe, maybe that's the path. We don't give up. Anybody. I just want all these good teams to be bad again, so I can laugh at them because they when they're good, the fucking the people that follow them or have have uh, bandwagon onto them are just so obnoxious, and I want them to be bad again. How big would an NBA title be in Denver in relation to a Super Bowl championship or a Stanley it would, Cup? They've Nuggets have never won at all. Period. It would be huge. It would be. It wouldn't amazing. be as big as the Broncos. No, the Broncos have more fan for sure, but it would be massive. It would be. It would be pretty crazy. Um, I, I think I it, would cry. Would I you? would cry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've talked been, openly I on this would, podcast that we will never see an NBA Nuggets championship. He, he ever. has. He said yeah, that, yeah, but I, I don't think I've said that. I, I it could happen. Well, it, this is it this is really shaping could. up. It's shaping up to to it could it, happen. But I said I told my family. I said you know a couple of years ago. I said if the Avalanche win another Stanley Cup, I'll probably cry because they've been you know they've been up and down so much last couple of years but if they if they win one I will probably weep they, I warned them I said you're going to see me weep so um, <laughs> you don't weep regularly at I don't I don't weep regularly they don't see me weeping I don't think uh, I don't think my uh, I don't think my children have ever seen me weeping so <laughs> dude be- Sunday was weird man no I didn't watch the pro bowl so there was no football and the there were so many hours in the day. It was mind-boggling, and that's what we're in for after next weekend. Hey, but you know what? I've watched no NFL this year. Like, no, oh, I've watched I've shit piles. But, but I shouldn't say that. I um, during the fantasy football playoffs, and and John, I mean, no slight at all. I miraculously ended up beating you because of. Uh, uh, who who scored like four touchdowns in like ten minutes on Dallas? So. Oh, um, fucking Amari Cooper! Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Amari <laughs> Cooper. Was I was ridiculous. like, God damn it! Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like I had no business winning this at all. Yep. But when that happened, I got into it. Yeah, well, the, of course you did. Yeah, <laughs> for the first time. Oh, I'm winning. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for the first time all year, I get into yeah. it. Well, and, uh, and and I I I have pretty much watched everything the last like month through the playoffs i was going to say you you you've got nothing going on that's not true because fantasy baseball is going to be starting up soon so we got to get well, I, fantasy I, I actually won a fantasy football championship in uh, denver city football club yeah and i had like I, I had a losing record i was six and seven and i won the i started to pay attention i made some moves and lo and behold i won the stupid thing. wow there you go kids that know. that's the formula for success don't pay attention <laughs> until it matters and then never try <laughs> never try and, and i had the eighth seed in our fantasy baseball league and i won that and one and you too. won that too I well i'm changing know. a few i'm changing a few things You're not gonna this let year me win this year no i'm going to change a few things because there's a, there's a couple things we need to adjust to make sure that uh, I don't just, scott uh, doesn't win yeah, i don't yeah. rack it up at the end yeah you don't you don't you don't do what you did at the end but um but, but since only you and i know of this yeah if you keep it then we'll be playing in the championship yeah but i, I don't have the, i don't have the time to dedicate to, to all those ad drops <laughs> that was, but that was no because crazy. because uh ryan bowling did that to me and colin because at the end of one fantasy hockey season we were ad dropping like crazy and um he put a he put a limit he put a limit on the ad drops, which mm. it helps because you have to you have to strategically plan them out. Because if you're like, I only have so many per week, I have to, you know, and because near the end of a fantasy hockey thing, you're like, oh, this guy isn't playing for the rest of the week, so I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna drop him and, and do this and that. So 
Like things. all of your avalanche with the, this two week break, it's so fucked up. Oh man, they, right they all now start breaking in a bye week. Oh, right, right now it's all fucked up. It's so it's so bullshit. I can't stand it. In but. my defense of uh, fantasy baseball, my team was horrible. It was terrible. Uh, so I, I I really could drop my entire team. It's and pick up a whole. It new was team. really impressive what you've done. Thank I don't you. I don't I don't I don't mean to I don't mean to <laughs> d- discount it. It was really impressive actually. But uh, it really was like you know oh. like like there was there was no that was not a formula to win to drop your entire. Team. No, it was not. But no. let's let's uh, take a break. We'll get into okay. the fourth quarter. We we're 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 about an hour. We're gonna need to uh, we're gonna wrap it up. But we can uh, we can dive back in for for a few and uh, and bring it home for you. Hey, this is uh, all my Chicago friends out there. Uh, stay strong. Yeah, it's, I was uh, rooting for the Bears, but you know, oh, no, no, I'm goes, talking so. like it was like negative 14 as a high. Oh yeah, it's really cold. Oh, we need some of that global warming right now. Uh, we, we sure do. We need, let's take a quick break. Be right back. Guys, check out bsndenver.com. They've got a brand new website they're launching this week. They've got Ryan Konisberg down at the Super Bowl. I mean, they're spending some money sending people places. Man, I'm telling you, Rocky season coming up. You're going to have some of the best coverage you could possibly ask for right there at BSN Denver. They're friends of the fan cast. They have been since the beginning. And it's a really inex- inexpensive subscription. And they've got a lot of cool gear for sale there at the locker room, the BSN locker room. And uh, I really hope you check it out. And when you do, I hope you tell those guys to, you know, let them know the South Stands, you know, sent you. I was talking about Hulu earlier. I don't know if that was on the pod or on this. Um, But I started watching The Handmaid's Tale. My wife wants to see that. It's really good. Is it like super fucked up? Yes. It's super fucked up. And and this is why it'll freak you out is because you're watching it. And based on what's going on today, like now, you go, oh, I can see that happening. Oh, yeah, I can see that happening, too. You can see, like, kind of how current events are going on, like how 
it's almost, and I mean, that show probably, I don't know when it came, first came out. Did it start? Maybe it had to have been filmed before Trump took over, but like there's shit in there. You're like, you're like, you're like, wow, that is, that's really eerie. Watch, watch Homeland. If you haven't seen uh, like, uh, well, I'm telling you, like the last season of so Homeland You're was talking like some gra- grabbing by the exactly pussy kind of shit. Is. I, I'm talking about um, a, a government seizing power and like and like taking over and subjugating people and ha- and how easy it would be is what i'm talking about let's get heavy baby let's get heavy let's talk about yeah anyway that um it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting thing and i'm i'm into the second fire season. festival you guys watched uh both oh, episode of fire festival? Really I, wa- I watched both of them i watched yeah. netflix and the hulu i one. saw the netflix i started the, the hulu i don't like it as much but what what, what, what do you well guys think? well that's why that's why we got a free trial of hulu because we watched the netflix one. we're like we got to watch the next one we got to watch this one so we got that and that's why we started watching the other stuff but um i like the netflix one better um, I thought the Hulu one was um, was seemed seemed to be a little more rushed, and it seemed to be kind of a little more complimentary to the guy that that's that kind of scammed everyone. Yeah, well, they're interviewing him, and he gets a seems like a better spotlight and a better say and a better kind of skew of it. There's parts where he looks really bad, but I think that's just because he looks really bad. What I yeah. found interesting about the whole story was that I mean, yes, he he did defraud people and he fabricated documents and the like, but. He believed that event was going to take place until the last possible second. But that, here, my, that blows me away. Yeah, but here's the thing, and I and I've known these types of people, and this is kind of where we're at today in our society. Is there's a lot of people who, deep down, they know this is the wrong thing, and they know this is not going to work. Yet they they've been convinced that they are these brilliant fucking people and they they it, it's too big to fail and they can just go ahead and do it and they, so the, and they do it anyway the festival was his wall <laughs> it, it was basically, basically yeah. what you're saying it was basically his wall and he's and he's gonna die on it and the what dude, cracked me up too was all the people that showed up and saw those fucking storm tents <laughs> and the fucking inflatable mattresses See, when, when all, all of that was wet. when all that was going down that's what we all like laughed about, you know, like, ha ha, you know, rich people. Here's the thing though, is that, is that all those people you're laughing at them, but, and there's like, and they're like, Oh, I'm so upset. And it was like all those people, they, what they got out of it is they got a story to tell. Now they can go, yeah, I went to the fire festival and blah, 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 blah. And they can now go, Oh, I, I was there. And it's almost like they went to Vietnam and they were like, Oh, I fucking lived it. And, and that's their Vietnam. And they're like, Oh, I, I lived it. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Jeff and I spent twenty five grand to go down there and get screwed over, but but I survived, and it, that's that's what they that's what they get out of it. They pretend to be victims, and granted, they were ripped off, but they definitely get something out of it. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of a shirt I saw recently. It said something that was a spoof shirt, right? It said like Fire Festival. I will not pay for the water or something like that. <laughs> yeah. With something to the effect of, no, I will not help you bring in the water. But. I think that, you know, the, those things are so hard to plan and, and they were starting like six months out, which is just a fucking disaster or they're like three months out or whatever it was. And they didn't have, they didn't have a caterer. And I, and I think that anybody who paid money to that is, is a fool and they should have known that it was going to be a fucking disaster. Um, but it's, it's that it's, it's emblematic of this, of, of kind of these people who are like 
they will just throw money at something until it just fucking goes into a ditch. And and that's how a lot of people are. Well, and it brought to fore the term influencer, which Ugh. we've we've discussed right. tonight. And it and you know, Colin is an influencer. I am Scott, an influencer. I think, I think you I am that a very out. influential influencer. Yes. Um but he was no. recognized no less than three times in Las Vegas. And he got a he got received a, a book. I got a free book. Pu- yeah. plug uh, the publisher book. sent me a free book. Uh it's it's baseball card vandals. And um, and it's really, really fucking hilarious. This guy took a bunch of baseball cards and just wrote on them with ballpoint pen and Sharpie and uh, he crossed just, stuff just out. just dug right and, in right there. Colin. Yeah, it, it's, 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 it's really good. So you should check that out. But that was sent to me because I am a, you influencer. Know, an influencer. But yeah, uh, that's good. not exactly like $25,000 or anything. It's a, it's a book. Probably cost them a couple of dollars. Uh, 250000 I think, is what they were they paying were, they for an Instagram post? They paid, uh, what's her name, one of the Kardashian Chris girls. Harris Jr. was one of them. Was he really? Yeah, Chris Harris Jr. was a paid influencer. And I'd take that fucking money. And then people were blaming the models who went to the, for the initial shoot. I'm like, they got. They said, hey, come down and party. We'll pay you 10 grand. Come down and party. Take some pictures. Those girls fucking be like, okay, sounds great. It's like you can't blame them. They didn't know what it was. And, and, if, yeah. and if someone paid, what's her name? It's not Her name's not Kardashian. She's the younger sister, though. Jenner. Um, Jen, Kendall Jenner or one of those Jenner yeah, yeah. girls and they paid her 250 grand just to post about it I'm like oh my god that is fucking unbelievable it's not it's it's actually and, believable but. and it's brilliant as it turns yeah, it's out fucking bro. Yeah, and it's totally uh, brilliant. yeah it's insane but you know anyone that would go to that was a really bad lineup oh, I mean yeah, music it's like terrible. it's horrible music the music's terrible horrible. Ja Rule is fucking awful awful like who would like fucking there was, go there was nothing on that that was even I mean I get going decent. oh it's on they said oh it's on an island it wasn't on an island it was at first but then it was not but I mean like oh it sounds like a cool place to go but still like the bands like the bands would have turned me off right there I'd have been totally like, I'm yeah. like sounds great but I can't I can't sit through the bands speaking of music and bands and festivals have you guys heard about the whole Maroon 5 thing with the Super Bowl where they won't all these black artists that when they when they first signed Marine Maroon 5 on board to do the Super Bowl halftime show they were like we need black artists to go along with this and everybody has told them no over the Kaepernick issue or they said we're going to we're going to say something about Kaepernick while we're on TV and they were and it was like whoa no 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 <laughs> they had Mary yeah. J Blige you can expose a breast yeah, yeah. don't talk yeah. about Kaepernick and Cardi B and all these other people oh, tell Cardi B will fucking fuck go themselves off up oh yeah so, so they all said fuck off NFL and so it's you're going to get the widest Super Bowl halftime show in years because well, the African American community collectively told them to fuck off um, Snyder, you missed a ton, so that's what you missed. So I can't really recap it for you. There was lots of lots of uh, horn of plenty talk, I guess. So uh, Snyder just tuned in. He said so. He'll have to listen. Yeah, he'll just have to listen to all of yeah, it. Yeah. Um, it's good stuff. What else we got? We can uh, we can wrap. Well, it up. I want to do a quick tweet of the week, and uh, hopefully Scott has some intro music. And I'm going to cut this a little bit shorter than I intended to, but I wanted to read some Mike Kliss tweets. Ooh. As a wine-drunk gay man. You got to go thick with the Chicago accent, by the way. I can't. I can't do it. Now, Mike didn't grow up in Chicago. He grew up in Oswego, Illinois, where I lived for many years. Not many, not much Chicago accent out there. He's got it. He's got a little bit. He totally has it. Update with statement from amiable Bill Bolin. I completely agree with the commissioner. There is no place for my actions with the trustees this weekend. This is about Pat's contribution to the NFL. 
It's time for his family to celebrate his accomplishments. More Bill McCartney on T.C. McCartney becoming the Broncos. Wait, wait. These, these are Mike Kliss saying a quote. Why can't you do Mike Kliss actually commenting on these these quotes? Well, these are Mike Kliss tweets. Yeah, but they're, he's quoting someone. So In you, that particular tweet he was. So you just did Bill Bolin as a wine-drunk gamer. Well, yeah. he probably is. <laughs> okay, this one is, all, this one is all Mike Kliss. For context... I talked to Vance Joseph. He was at a downtown Denver establishment last night to watch a boxing match when Johnny B happened by. They said hello. It was a brief exchange. Then Joseph went back to the fight and Johnny moved on. Yeah. Such bullshit. Such bullshit, this fucking guy. Coach, congratulations. Next time, why don't you leak to me and then make sure we get your spelling and grammar correct. An all-time Clues classic Yeah, right that's there. a bad one. We finally pay attention to the Nuggets, and they're getting blown out at the half by the Warriors. Can we get back to the Scangrello watch? <laughs> Rob Grosso, who spent the past season as Vance Joseph's assistant, is heading to Arizona, where we'll get an early-level coaching position. Nice step up. Vance has some sway in the desert. I... Broncos OT coach Chris Strasser is drawing interest from the Cleveland Browns per source. Cerebral coach who played a big part in era, in Garrett Bowles' improvement this year. <laughs> Garrett Bowles' improvement. I know. <laughs> Everyone right? laughed at that. With Vance Joseph hired as Arizona DC and OL coach Sean Kugler and DB coaches Joe Woods. And Marcus Robinson also drawing interest in the desert. Cards could have dis- have decided Broncos Southwest flavor. This is terrible. God, really God, this is so <laughs> awful. He is such a fucking sickle fan and such a fucking oh my god blowhard asshole. And he's 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 also absolutely vicious toward Nikki. Jabavala, and it's and it's just so distasteful and so disrespectful to a accomplished female sports. Journalist. He, he lives he lives a couple doors down from my daughter's tutor. So if you guys want to come by and egg his house, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's slash his fucking tires. Let's get um, at it. I think he. I and I've stated this. I think he. I do think he makes a good wine drunk gay guy. He. I think he he did the he did the wrestler's heel turn. He basically became a heel. He decided he was going to embrace this this negative negative role and I think he's doing a great job of it because everything he says gets tons of people fucking talking shit to him. The thing about Garrett Bowles, people were like people were like Garrett Bowles, what are you talking about, dude? Garrett Bowles sucks and he didn't improve for shit, blah blah blah. And he, got, he only got called for holding on every fifth fucking every, snap. Every, every fifth snap. But I think he he knows that. He knows Garrett Bowles sucks, but he has to he has to toe this Broncos line. There there's definitely that, but I think he he's embraced this this heel role and he knows that people fucking hate his guts. Soyser left a vacuum. Oh, there, you, there you, exactly. That's pretty and much so, it. Right and there. so and so we need that and he knows I think somebody 
because he was not like that before. I'm pretty sure he's fucking Joe Ellis. I think Joe Ellis <laughs> is putting it right up his ass, wow. ramming him in the ass, destroying Ooh. that ass. Wow! And he wants it to continue. So well, he certainly, he's certainly, um, he's certainly doing something. Do you, do you have for sources his, on that? He's certainly doing something for his Broncos coverage. But my point is, is that he um, Adam a, 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 Adam Schefter told me. I think once he went, once he left like writing, and he went to the TV side, I think he embraced this role of being being a villain, and he loves it, and he realizes that that because there's somebody told him, hey, just whip people up, and they'll they'll pay attention to you, they'll fucking they'll. They'll always be on every word you say because every time well, he not tweets, not just whip people up, but make sure that that uh, that Joe Ellis's cock is halfway down your throat. <laughs> but at again, all times. but again, it's 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 how much people pay attention to him. If people freak out and pay attention to him, he's going to keep doing it. If everyone ignored him and he didn't get any response at all. Then he'd go away because they'd just be like, "Okay, this guy's old. We're paying him too much." Later days. That's the whole thing. Don't pay attention to him. Speaking of old guys, Mark Reynolds is back. I yeah, saw that. You guys yeah. excited is back. about Dude, Mark Reynolds? Saw that. Well, he should have probably never left. He probably still could have put in some good time. You're right. He should not have never left. But at least he's coming in back. on a minor league contract, but with a major league spring training opportunity. So he'll be. Back. We still don't know if he'll be on the team or not. I, I think he probably will, will be. Um, the Rockies have me perplexed. Um, Scott went to the uh, the hot stove this past weekend, and uh, it's kind of a cold stove. It's it's kind of a cold stove. It's a, I don't think it is. If Mark Reynolds is the is the hottest they're getting, I don't know if that's uh, but Ottavino's gone. DJ LeMahieu's gone. Yeah, that's kind of sad, man. I think that I think Ottavino was awesome. I think they're going to be. But he wasn't two years ago. You know what I mean? Like he was one yeah, of the worst right. pitchers in the league. Yeah, he was pretty ago. shitty. He I mean, was, was he, had a, he had a good year last year, but you know what? He might he might get to the Bronx and he might be a fucking he might he totally might. flame out. He might he may Although not. Although number hey incredible. number one Yankees fan Chris Snyder is is listening he's right watching. now and he's probably overjoyed that he can now root for his Yankee boys uh, Yankee boys DJ and uh, Ottavino. So so I'm at this hot stove right? So uh, up on the stage <laughs> is this is, a uh, club? <laughs> well, apparently it is at the hot stove. So uh, our, our buddy. Uh, Charlie Blackman, right? He uh, says to everyone in this room, he said, hey, and I, I believe him. And he's, he's serious and he's like, hey, if I'm a Rockies fan, I'm really excited about this year. Um, like, this is the year. Our pitching is going to be better than, than last year. And I hear the Adovino thing, right? It's, it's, it's a drag. They, they spent all that money on Shaw. Hopefully Shaw works out. We'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But they, uh, but Second worst Brian Shaw in Denver history. Da well, Daniel Murphy, while a, a complete shithead, is a really good fucking offensive ball player. He is. And I tell you this, too, because a lot of questions are brought up about Daniel Murphy, and everyone... Everyone unanimously talked about what a great guy he is. Oh, they love him. He's such a great teammate. Uh, well, unless of course you're chugging fucking uh, what's his name's cock from the Broncos. Uh, true. Joe I mean, Ellis. I, I'm with you there. I'm totally with you there. But he does bring a better bat than certainly what oh. that Desmond had at first oh, base. God. They're probably going to move uh, Desmond to center, right? Probably. That the one question I did ask was, uh, well, if he hates gays that much, he probably. Well, yeah, it tends to be a rule. It, it tends there, to be. there was the guy who did the gay conversion, and he, and he decided he was gay, and he came out and said he left his wife and became gay. So, yeah. Um, but but they, Charlie is excited for sure. That's and great. I, I don't think he would really just say that and bring that out um, with unprompted 
if he truly didn't feel it was going to happen. He, I, Charlie got me excited. I know they're team. never going to they're they're never going to move Desmond. They're stuck with that because of a horrible contract. But if they could get rid of him, and I know this is total fan bullshit, and most people that like that tweet it like um, Jake Shapiro or like uh, Drew Creaseman, um, they get this type of thing all the time. But if they could get rid of fucking Desmond, if they, they would could, in a heartbeat. Like, if they sure. could get rid of him. I would feel so much better about it because that was just a fucking catastrophe. And I think, um, but contracts are changing. So when you're seeing the Rockies not jump on contracts right now, it's, I think it's a good thing. So they're, they're waiting for things to play out. I hope they bring Nolan back. I hope they bring in some, some key veterans. I, I, I have some confidence. I, I think really the, do. I think I the pitch. Before. I think the pitchers are 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 good. I think they'll stay at the level they were, if not a little better. They will be better because yeah. they're so young. Do you and they think? Have a year more do you think Nolan will sign an extension? Here? I do. I don't know. I, I have no will. idea. Couldn't tell you. I if do. he does, I have to get a tattoo. Oh, he might sign an extension. He might. They might. They might give him because he'll play this year. He's got this year, and they might give him through arbitration. They might give him another year. There's no more. No, he's he's. This is it. He's he's a free agent at the end. At the end of this year, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they but they went to some arbitration recently, right, and they yeah. didn't come to some agreement. Right. So I don't know. I don't know how it works. But but if they don't if they don't get him, um, that would be a crime. I think that. Uh, if if they can if they can I don't even know if they should trade him I have I don't know I I really think they should keep him he's he's very good I think he'll be good for a long time um, again we were talking before we started baseball is kind of one of those things where you can spend as much money as you want right it's like there's a ton of but money not, available not the Rockies but and, the but the thing is is like I've seen how much beer and fucking Dippin' Dots they sell they can fucking afford it right. they can afford to pay him whatever and then they can they, they can cover everybody else so so the Rockies have a new TV deal coming up yes, I, I know this, this through, uh, through let's, Jake let's Shapiro do this because we got to get going well sure sure okay. this, is, this is the end here uh, but it's coming up here which means they could have a lot more money because right Good. now they're getting about uh Ten million a year in television. That's fucking nothing. Ten million a year. Where the Dodgers are getting closer to three hundred million a year. Three hundred million versus ten. It's amazing. It's incredible. So the Rockies are at a massive disadvantage. Yeah. If they could increase that by fucking, I don't know, fucking thirty million. I mean, that'd be like something, right? Yeah. But they could, could altitude sports guys. land the Rockies broadcast. I think that would be fabulous. You've got your Avalanche, Nuggets, and Rockies all-in-one network. And the way the games are spaced out, they could handle that. It would be awesome. It would be be cool. I don't think it's going to happen. But um, anyway, as we we get into this winter, we're almost into February, which is great. Because uh, you know we're we're getting through it. Springtime's coming. The, the, the sun, the sun's it's staying a little lighter, a little lighter later. I, I like that. It gives me hope. I think f- opening day, first Rockies game is less than sixty days away. It's less think, than two I months think, away. I think you're right. It's it's pitchers and catchers report in fourteen days. That's Absolutely. Awesome. So um, I, I'm excited for it. That's that's something to look forward to, and that's something we'll, we'll we'll be covering here very soon. What's nice is we can cover some Nuggets here down the stretch too. So when we come back, we do a next show. We can talk some Nuggets. I'm sure we'll have plenty of Broncos talks, plenty of Mike Kliss tweets to talk about. We can do it all. So um, Mike Kliss tweets are the best. I know that's good them. stuff. So uh, this has been fun. It's been good getting back into it. Hopefully we can get get back to it soon. I like uh, was like uh, being with you fellas. It's always a good time. So hopefully everyone out there enjoyed it. So uh, if anyone anyone has anyone has anything else, we can uh, we can wrap it up. And I can say this has been the South Stands Denver Fancast. Adios. We love you. D-
Brown boots in the corner by the iron ball Spray on the 